Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. Today, we're going to be talking about a story, uh, somebody that we helped here at Fitbucks. Um, I'm not going to say her name. I, I actually wanted her to come on so I could interview her and talk to her, and she was embarrassed and shy. And so I was like, all right, well, I'll tell the story uh, about it. Her name is Amy. That, that is a made-up name because she asked me not to use her real name because she knows a lot of people that listen to this and she didn't want to be embarrassed with her friends being able to put two and two together of who it is and all that type of stuff. So we're going to be talking about Amy today and how she almost made a big mistake of, of what we see with new grads and that's rushing into buying a house and a couple other finance mistakes she almost made um, and how she righted those mistakes so that way she can go onto her journey with financial freedom uh, and that way you guys can learn from, from these mistakes also. Uh, before we jump into her story, again, if you're listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe to it so that way you get notifications of new episodes, uh, share it with your friends, get the word out, it helps us, it helps them, and they like you for it, make sure you share. If you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe also, make sure that, uh, that way you get notifications when new videos come out. Again, share it, it helps us, it helps you guys, leave some comments in the videos and stuff, it helps all everybody involved, um, so thank you uh, very much for doing that. Let's jump right into it. Uh, Amy, um, just a little bit of backstory on her. She had always been a really good student. I mean, 4.0 student all throughout grade school, high school, you know, college, all that type of stuff. She was an AP scholar, you know, just prototypical, really good student. Um, she really wanted to go into the medical field. She, she basically really loves helping people. Um, when she was younger, she didn't uh, really know what she wanted to do. Uh, I can't say the degree that she went in, into because, again, she asked me not to go into details because she doesn't want people piecing this like story together to bring that, like realize it was her. Um, but she ended up attending a very good university for undergrad, like very good university, okay, private university, all that type of stuff. And she decided to pursue a graduate degree. Um, it was a doctorate. It's a three-year uh, type of doctorate. And so that's what she did. And she was loving it, okay? Now, besides wanting to help people, that's her main thing. She also loved do-it-yourself home projects, okay? Um, she religiously watched like, what is it, the Home Network where they do all these DIY shows and all that type of stuff. As you can tell, I don't have a TV, so I don't even know what shows those are, but she was telling me like how she loves going on those and watching those and everything else. And so that's, you know, what she loved to do. Now, when she was, when she graduated, she was super excited because she was gonna be finally earning money and she wanted to buy a house because she wanted to do all these things that she was watching, right? Now, internally she was terrified because she had no clue what she was doing with money. So that's what she really wanted to do. That's a little bit of her backstory where we're at with everything. Again, she, she, grabbed, she got the job that she wanted to, she's gonna be helping people and I, I wanna buy this house, okay? 
that's when like most new grads all of a sudden this financial reality kind of slaps you across the face as i mentioned she went to a very good private private school for undergrad she got her doctorate bottom line is she graduated with about two hundred fifty thousand dollars in student loan debt on top of that when she graduated she made i can't call this a mistake because i'll, I'll tell you what in a minute but it's something that I see a lot of new grads do, right? You guys gotta buy a car, you gotta be able to get the place. And her payment was $500 a month. Now, some of you might be saying, oh, $500 a month in a car payment, that's that's the mistake. And I said, I can't really say that. Um, the reason being is because I know these numbers, I don't expect you to, but the average car payment now in the United States is something like $525 a month. That's how expensive cars have gotten. And so she was technically below the average in terms of a car. Um, however, she shouldn't have to have a new car for 10 or 15 years, right? So it's okay. I, I'm not saying that's a mistake. I'm just saying this is her situation. Now, in, in addition to the 250 grand student loan debt, $500 monthly car payment, uh, she was making about $78,000 a year, okay? Now, at this point, people typically make one of two choices, okay? When they, they see this in their situation, they freeze and do nothing. That's choice number one. What I mean by that is like people literally just go through life thinking everything will going to be okay. Like if I just get the bills and I just start making these payments, everything will be great. And I'll get to tomorrow and and I'll, I'll maybe I'll get on this tomorrow and maybe I'll start doing more tomorrow. But then that tomorrow never comes and they end up being like 50 or 60 years old and it's like, how the hell did I get here? Okay, so that's the first choice that people make. The second choice they, they do is they rush into something and they later, later regret it. Okay. Now, when she started working, one of her colleagues had just bought a house and her colleague told her about, you know, the loans, how she could have an income driven repayment plan and how it would be great because her payment was like $300 a month. And her colleagues telling her this and her colleague had no clue how income driven repayment plans even work. Like no, none whatsoever. No idea. Okay. But she's telling her how great they are because basically she bought a house because of that. So that's one person telling her something about, you know, how you can do this. And then her parents and social media that all of her friends on social media kept telling her to, to buy because you don't want to miss out, right? Like this fear of missing out. Okay. So she decided to go on with choice number two. Now this was also like a year or two ago when housing prices were like at the highest they've ever been. Okay, now she rushed into it. She was like, I'm ready to buy. I got this thing, but she ran into a problem. She kept getting denied for a mortgage. Okay, and the thing, the reason being is because the companies that she was going to, um, they didn't know how to, how to underwrite for the income during repayment plans. And because of COVID, they were on for parents. So you have to go to a specialized lender to actually that knows what they're doing with student loans in order to get qualified for a mortgage in her case. So this was kind of a blessing in disguise because it, it, it actually caused her to slow down for a minute. Okay, now at work, another colleague had told her about the same problem that they ran into, but then they used one of our, our Fitbox partners that we have for mortgages. So if you guys don't know that, we now partner with two uh, lenders, Neo Home Loans, and movement mortgages. Both of them can help you if you have student loans, get a mortgage. They, they work with this stuff all the time. Um, I know a lot of you are in the healthcare industry, so they actually help a lot of healthcare uh, specialists as well. So that's why her colleague told us, you know, told her about us. 
And she also told her how she used our financial planning technology to see how much she can actually afford in a house. But more importantly, she was she told her call like the colleague told Amy, she was like, I use it to figure out when I should be buying the house. Like, should I be buying the house right now or should I wait two years or whatever it may be? Okay. And so Amy said, well, do this. And then Amy goes on to our technology and she built her plans by herself at first. She never called a FitBoss coach and she kept building all these financial plans and it kept telling her, wait to buy a house. And that's what your optimization would be. If she were to buy now, our technology was basically telling her that she could afford a place, but it was about 250 grand below what she actually wanted to buy or what was actually realistic in the area that she lived in. And she, she couldn't figure out like, okay, your optimized one's telling me to wait, but the one I'm building and I want to buy now is telling me, well, I can only afford this small amount. Now, remember, I told you, Amy chose number action number two from earlier. She wanted to rush in and buy as quickly as she could. And so our optimized financial planning technology, she ignored it. Okay, And, and she just said, oh, I'm going to build my own plan using the technology instead, which was still okay. But that's the one that she did. And so she went straight to the lender on our platform. Okay, She went to Neo Home Loans and Movement and then found out she did, in fact, qualify for the loan through them. Now, one thing I want to pause right there is qualifying is not the same thing as affording. Okay, it's completely different. And that's why our technology, when she was using the optimization version of our financial planning technology, it kept telling her to wait. Because if she waited, she could have crafted a better plan of like paying off her car loans first, because then she could more afford what the house that she could actually get into it would be more affordable. And that's also why our optimization technology was telling her, if you buy this right now, today, you can't buy a $500,000 house. You can actually only afford a $250,000 house, okay? But since she qualified, because again, lenders qualify you. They don't tell you what you can afford. She started looking at houses again, okay? And because like I said, she really wanted to rush into it and she figured out a way that she could potentially do it. Now, each time she found something, she would go back to Fitbooks. And she would go into what we call our manual plan builder and she would build the plan herself. So remember, we have two plan builders. We have one where we optimize the financial plan for you and we have one where you can actually build it yourself. She would go in to build the plan by herself, the manual one, and she would put in the new housing data and then she would run simulations. And every time she did it, at retirement, her overall net wealth was anywhere between 600,000 to 1.1 million dollars lower relative to the Fitbucks optimized plan. So remember, we would run an optimized version of what she should be doing and she was running a manual version. She would build her own plan and it would come out about 600,000 dollars difference to 1.1 million dollars difference. And she kept getting a lot of anxiety because she didn't really know what she was doing. Like I told you guys earlier, she doesn't have any financial background. So she's like, well, maybe it's just because I'm entering something into the technology wrong. So one day she finally, after like a month, decided to schedule a call with her fitness coach. And her coach asked her, he said, you know, what would happen? This is the analogy that he gave her. What would happen if you tried to get five master's degrees all at one time? 
And she was like, that would be impossible. Like I, I wouldn't be able to get five healthcare different degrees all at the same time. And then the coach basically said to confirm, would you agree that you would get some general knowledge about each one of those things and maybe you would graduate with one degree, but you can never get 100% of them all done if you try to do them at the same time. It would literally take a quote unquote lifetime to get them done. She's like, yeah, like if I try to do those all at the same time, I would get little pieces of knowledge, but there's no way I could actually do them all at the same time. And he said, yeah, graduated with the degree you have. You focused on one degree. And then he explained to her how that same thing applies to money. He explained to her how when she built her financial plan, she wasn't focusing on accomplishing her main, main objective. And so she had savings in the financial plan that she built. She had a retirement that she was trying to save, both in a 401k and a Roth IRA. She had to save for the student loan tax from the income driven repayment plan. She had her car payments that she was trying to pay off. And now she's trying to buy a house. And so what ends up happening, she never had any chance. Like she was literally, if she were to rush in and buy a house, she could do it and she can qualify, but she was going to be living paycheck to paycheck. And that's one of the biggest things I hear from new grads that they regret when they, they graduate and they buy a house and then they call us up and they're like, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. And it doesn't matter, like with Amy, she's making 78 grand a year. I've heard this with people making 400 grand a year. Why? Because they bought too much house. And so she asked her fitbuzz coach, you know, well, what can I do if I wanted to buy a place right now? He's like, you can only afford about $250,000 and then you can still do these other things. And she was like, well, that really basically gives me a condo where I live and I don't really want that. I want a house. Remember her thing was like, she wanted to do all these home improvement projects and stuff. And he's like, well, what you should do is focus. Okay. And that's one of the big things that we talk about on our webinars and everything. Focus, focus, focus. So what that meant was, look, if you try to do all these things, you're gonna end up paying minimum payments on your car. So yeah, eventually you're paying off, but by the time you pay it off, it's gonna be time for, for a new one. You're gonna have to start all over again. And since you have no extra money, it's gonna take you 30 years to pay off your mortgage. So then you'll be 60 with a little bit of retirement, just a little bit, and you have to spend like another 15 years saving. Literally, it's gonna take you time to do this entire thing. So I said, let's do this instead. And this is what the optimization technology was pointing out to her, was pay off the car loans as fast as, her, as she could, which was about two and a half years based on her profile. And at the same time, save to get your match in your 401k. So for her, it was like 3% with their match and then put $50 into a Roth IRA. So we call these our minimums. Like what are the minimum things that we have to do? And so the minimum is get your match, put at least $50 in a Roth IRA, pay the minimum student loan payment, pay off the car loan as fast as you can. And then once you have that car loan paid off, that means you have $500 left over every month. So now you can get your house and you can have a $2,000 house payment, but you still have $500 left over. So you can start investing that. You can use that to pay off your loan, your mortgage faster. You can use that to go into your Roth IRA at that point, your 401k at that point, whatever you want to. You got that $500. Instead of it going towards uh, a debt, you can invest it, okay? Whereas if she didn't do that, she would be in so much debt, she's living paycheck to paycheck. And that's where I told you the optimization technology was giving her an additional 600000 to $1.1 million by the age of 60 is because the optimization technology was saying, focus, 
focused, focused, focused. And that's what Amy learned was one of the biggest secrets of why people fail when it comes to money. And, and none of us want to fail, right? Like if we fail with money, that means we're like 60 years old and we can't retire. We don't want that to happen. The reason why they do that is because they don't focus. But now that she knew what to do and what to focus on, she knew exactly how to implement her plan and have far more money in the long run. But she had no more anxiety. She can literally say, this is what my plan is. I don't have to rush into buying this house. I'm excited to do it. That's why I need to pay off this car loan as fast as I can and get it out as fast as I can. And so we built that plan for her and she was doing, uh, she ended up, the projection was like two and a half years. She's on pace to pay it off in, in about one, a little bit over one year to pay off that, that car loan because she now has that goal. And the goal is not to, to pay off the car loan necessarily. The goal is to hit her desire of being able to buy a house because she, she's excited about doing all these DIY projects and stuff. Like she's excited to do that. That's what really motivates her. And so she's like, yeah, I'm paying off this loan because it has this big meaning of what I'm going into next. And she was able to accomplish that by focusing. And like I said, our optimization technology, that's what it was doing. But even if you guys don't use the optimization technology and you say, look, I'm going to manually build my plan. When you're manually going through it, you got to go in and say, what is my number one goal? And that's what I'm going to focus on. I'm going to do these minimums. So get my match, do the Roth, 401, the Roth IRA, that type of stuff. But with my leftover money, focus on one thing. And when it comes to buying the house, like what Amy found out, is you have to know what you can afford. And for a lot of you, that might mean waiting a year or two or three. In Amy's situation, it was pay off the car loan first because then that gives my budget a lot more flexibility and gives me more money to actually save for retirement and stuff while I have a house. Versus, and some of you might be, like, hey, I just have no money and I, I, I basically have no savings. Like if something goes wrong with my house, I have no way of paying it. We see that happen all the time too. People end up with credit card debt because of that, okay? Well, wait and save twenty dollars or $30,000 and have that in the bank. And maybe that's your first goal. So it takes a year or two to get there instead of just rushing in to buy a house. And I just saw a survey on this. Um, it's something like 75% or 70% of people that bought a house uh, that are between the ages of 25 and 35 that bought a house during uh since 19 or since 2020 since COVID hit they are regretting it now because they can't afford it they're literally living paycheck to paycheck and just like a amy they bought it because of quote unquote fomo right fear of missing out and so don't do that make sure that you're building your plan make sure that you're saying hey what do i need to focus on and doing this right and like i said if you guys need help like what amy did and she needed help Schedule a call to your FitBus coach. We'll walk you through it to make sure that you're you're implementing the data incorrectly, and then we can explain to you why the results are coming out to where they are. Potentially put out some different pointers. Do you say, hey, do this versus that? And you can go from there. So that is the podcast today. Again, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you for joining us. Uh, if you guys don't know, we do have that financial planning technology out live now. You can build your plan. You can implement your plan. You can track the entire plan. You get your designated FitBus coach when you're a premium member sign up use it it will definitely take like all this anxiety out of not knowing what's going to happen with your money all that fear of potentially not knowing if you're going to have any retirement money it'll take all that away for you guys we'll talk to you guys soon see you later